Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So you're probably getting familiar with the uh, the flow of the Trav and Slee show, right? I am. I so am. So you know that usually after Ask Slee, or in this case Ask Yates, I like to bonus. Uh, bonus, yes. A little extra free, one on the free, free Slee, if you will. <laughs> it's like when I say when football games go to free football. Free football, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. All right, this is from uh, Scott. And he says, "Can the NBA please come back? I don't know. I don't know what to do with myself at night with no games. I ate two boxes of Girl Scout cookies last night. Please help. That's you're fine. You gotta I, get, I, I don't yeah. think you need anything. You Scott, get, you're good. You gotta get ESPN Plus. There's games on from all parts of the globe. At not all everybody's time. like you. Not, not everybody's settling in for William and Mary. Not and everybody. Not everybody baseball. wants to watch Coastal Carolina <laughs> play action. West Virginia at 11 in the morning." <laughs> What? Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's a, a Yates lane. That's, that's, that's not. Yeah. That's. Not I'm. For I am dedicated to watching a live sporting event at all hours of the day, if possible. Are you not a Girl Scout cookie guy? I am a Girl Scout cookie guy. I yeah. just don't have any Girl Scout cookies right now because I have to talk. If I could just sit, I'm not eat. saying like right now. No, I, no, I understand. I don't. I don't need I don't, you to have your microphone in one hand <laughs> and a sleeve of Thin Mints so in the other. <laughs> normally, where we get them from is. Kevin Blackstone from around the horn. Sure. His daughter. She's uh, a Girl she's, Scout? Yeah, she's a Girl Scout. She's okay. big into selling, so that's the route that we go. But I didn't I didn't order them this year. Emily is a former Girl Scout cookie selling champion. I don't champion. know if you know that about her. Yeah, she yep. would leave. Is it, is it called troop. a troop? Yes, my yeah. troop won every year. Uh, no, sorry. I won out of my troop every year. And uh, now every time I see a Girl Scout, I, I will buy cookies from them wherever they are. So I have one girl on my water polo team, and she got, I got them, and then I also got some uh, at the grocery store the other day. Are they, Hold on, slow down. ten a box, right? Is that what it is? It's five. It's five. five it's ten a box would be a lot. Yeah, slow, ten, down. slow down. Let's 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 chalk talk this here. So how did you move your weight, so to speak? <laughs> Okay. I need to know the <laughs> avenues. Is that what you're yeah, talking about? To, because she had a good this, corner. This is always <laughs> how I wonder what actually happens in this hustle. All right. So one, I went door to door on my street. So door to door. Okay. I, that was back maybe when I was safe to do door to door. I was going to say, what, what age in life were you my doing parents, door to door anything? My parents also would be like on the street, so like they would like watch sure. me do it. But I go door to door. door. Yeah, exactly. Supervised. I also would. Uh, Sell out at Super Bowl parties. So my parents would get invited oh, to Super Bowl parties or like playoff parties. Great I would idea. sell this it there. This is strong. Uh, That's a great idea. And yeah. then my my mom and dad would sell at their at their uh, own workplaces, which also helped. So what percentages were mom and dad putting on this operation? Probably a lot. Probably okay. Right. <laughs> but I did I did go I hit the road. I I did my <laughs> own sales pitches and I I tried to get as much as I could my own self. But you know what? My mom is also competitive too. She wanted to win as well. I get it. I was just wondering because I said the the best news story I ever saw regarding Girl Scout cookies and selling them was that some young lady up in Portland set up shop right outside the dispensary. dispensary. Yeah, it, it's brilliant. Oh yeah, brilliant. dispensary is great. Um, at UVA, they used to sell on uh, the street where the bars were. So like you at the Genius. end of the corner there, like you know that's that's Wait, the easy okay, way to hold do. Hold on, now I got questions <laughs> because the dispensary can be something you just go to after you know on your on your lunch break, right? Grab something for later. Oh, is but, that what you're doing but, on your lunch break? Sure, nobody's saying you have to go and do it. <laughs> what my point is, the bar. Is the who goes to a bar at noon? No. Oh but, no, no, no no no. These no. Girl Scout cookies, one, they were selling it late at night. So, so I don't who's know. selling them? 
The girls. I don't know. And the How parents, late at the night? The parents were there, too. So it was pretty late. It was still like, uh, probably like the latest would probably be like 1130. That's a little irresponsible. Yes. I was just going to exactly. say, we've stumbled into- They're not my uh, kids. Sure, uh, if, you're so- get, if you're getting some some secretaries coming out of happy hour, that's, different. that's a different story. <laughs> yeah. If you're at the bar at midnight. Yeah, if it's, if it's uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Applebee's, sure. cool. Jalapeno if it's the place with bullet holes in the door at 2 a.m., then maybe we'd bring Cindy home before, bullet holes. B- before we go to there. Bullet holes. Well, I'm just, there's a place I, I used to go to that had uh, a bullet hole in the door. That's how you knew it was for you. <laughs> That's how I'm like, this yeah, is. They weren't my kids, but definitely irresponsible parents. Okay. All right. Sorry. I just needed to know. I don't really know how the distribution channels work in this you, regard. You so. just need to find somebody that is down, right? That it, it, Because if you have somebody, I, I, I'll tell you this. We have a girl who comes by. She comes by once a year, right? Like, hey, how many do you want? And we'll order, I don't know, 10 or 12 boxes and you put them in the freezer or whatever. Right. And they go pretty quick, especially when all three kids were at home. They're, they're gone. They're yeah. gone. Let's double down. Let's come back another week or I know that you got to order them in advance and all that kind of stuff, but I would imagine somebody somewhere has got a surplus. They call that reing up with the plug. In the streets, yeah, and but also they only produce them in this in this in this window. You can't buy it in December. It's I'm not only I'm the, not, like I, okay. Window. They only sell them in the window. Yeah, but I'm with Travis. I'm not buying there, that these those are cookies. The, exist somewhere. There are people year round. that have access to yeah. the work, <laughs> no, as no we question. like to say. Absolutely. All right. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Um, baseball is kind of locked down right now yep. there's no they're negotiating sure they are they're, i you're a little more concerned about the start of the season than i am i, I okay. think we'll get something pretty close to a full season if not an entire full season um but there buster only was saying that freddie freeman is seriously considering going somewhere that's not the atlanta braves which for the braves is a terrible idea he's he's an icon of that team Correct. for sure but the first place that jumped to mind for me, Freddie Freeman's from here. Freddie Freeman grew, went to uh, El Medina High School. He's from Fountain Valley. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a local guy. He was going to go to Cal State Fullerton, his first-round pick. Anyway, um, the San Diego Padres make a lot of sense for Freddie Freeman. The look on Travis's face right now. I don't like is it. The, is the, is, it's the look that you give when you have to tell somebody that they're right, and you're like, oh, there's a grit teeth element yeah. to it. But here's what I'll say about that. He's a great pick on the Padres, for the Padres. That team, we talked about this a little bit before the show, had a monster meltdown last season. They have One leader- of the all-timers. They have leadership issues in many different regards. Um, I think that has as much to do with whatever, their manager situation, but that's a different discussion. Freddie Freeman brings instant credibility to an in-division team if he goes to the Padres for the Dodgers. Obviously, this is the right frame of reference within which we are discussing this. Does he take that team to a level that they haven't been to yet? I think so. But I also think that he's – how do I say this? The Braves with Freeman might be a bigger obstacle to the Dodgers than the Padres with Freeman because the Braves were better than the Dodgers for a bit this year in terms of the series, they and they didn't even have Acuna. No, Acuna, you know, Acuna missed what, the last – third of the season yeah, maybe yeah, a little I mean, bit more than that he missed a major portion of the season he missed yeah. all the playoffs yeah, yeah he, he he he's a big loss and they'll get him back and he's an extraordinary talent but i i hear what you're saying the the problem there's two things happening at the same time number one any team freddie freeman goes to is a better team yeah he, he's he's one of those guys but you, you said it a second ago the biggest problem with the Padres was not that they didn't have enough good players. They didn't have somebody that's, guys, this is how this works. Yeah. We're going to have some moments where we don't play very well. This is not the – when the Pirates – or excuse me, when the Padres started their death spiral, they never pulled out of it. Not close. They, they started to go bad, and it got worse and worse, and it, it 
we know how it ended. They they went from a virtual lock to make the playoffs to they missed it by like ten. Days. It wasn't close. It, it was yeah, a and joke. It was, it was kind of embarrassing. I really do believe if he were there. I don't think that that happens. I don't know if they make it, but they certainly don't go the way that it did. That's one thing. The second part of it is the Dodgers are, are going to be a good team, but they're not going to be as good as they were last year. No. They're not going to be as good as they were the year before. If you lose Corey Seager, that's a big deal. He is a very, very valuable guy. So you come down a little bit. Your your nearest route. I think the Giants will come back to where they were supposed to be. That that is the most that outlier thing you've ever seen for yeah. sure. Right. So I think the Padres come up, and all of a sudden that gets a lot more competitive with the addition of one guy over here and the subtraction of another over there. And Freddie Freeman is such a likable dude. Too. Yeah. I really enjoy that guy. I wouldn't mind him being in this market. You know what I'm saying? Him coming home. We've talked about that in terms of like what it's like to having a guy like a Westbrook that hasn't worked out as well. But you know, when guys come home, what that kind of feels like. Man, I love I love Freddie Freeman. I used to hate Freddie Freeman so much because he was constantly crushing the Nats. But then as soon as like the Nats won a World Series, I was like, okay, I'm over it. And now I, I can't. I love Freddie, man. He was I was I covered the World Series and he was there and it was obviously a point of discussion. Mm-hmm. You know, the entire time whether or not he was going to come back to Atlanta. And I remember just thinking, I I I'm not sure. We're going to see, and this is just a random question, but you know, there's not a lot of Freddie Freemans in the league anymore. No, you, know, you, you know what I mean? In terms of guys that you, know, you play for a squad, you play a position, you win a ring, and you stay there. Like We just talked about it's that. It's really regarding, funny to say that. You know, LeBron and all this other stuff. Freddie Freemans I, in the big leagues are not that, they're not that many of them. You literally, I, you saw me yeah. right on my bed. It's literally <laughs> what, where I wanted to go. Was a, how much of that matters? Because I think it matters to the individual. I, I, the, the universe, I don't think, cares what uniform you have no. on your back. It, it, it doesn't matter. We've seen incredible players bounce around a lot, right? We, right. LeBron James is, is the best example of that. Tom Brady played for another team. Joe Montana played. Michael Jordan. These guys played for other teams. But there is something about a Derek Jeter a Kirby Puckett, a George Brett, a Robin yeah. Yount, the, these guys that, that have just they, – they were in one spot. I guess it just comes down to whether or not he cares about that or not because money matters. I would think the Braves would probably get close to whatever needs to get done, but if there were a t- – if, if that is not the thing that matters to you, Freddie Freeman or whoever right. else – Now's the time to Now's go. Now's the time to go. Now's yeah. the time because not only by free agent, duh, but I just gave you the thing that we're all after. There's no hard feelings. I can well, leave and we're all good. And it's also like, yeah, you want it. It's it's only going to be as good. It cannot be better, presumably. I mean, like, sure, repeating would be cool, but like it's it's the same thing repeated. I, I if the Padres got Freddie Freeman, I think that the Padres would move very quickly into the discussion for the division. I do. I think that they're that good. I think that if you – because I think that there was something to be said for that level of experience, baseball experience and talent on that team last year to go that poorly, I think that, that there's going to be an adjustment with that team. I think there is in the spring. I, just, I mean, you know, whatever, lock, lockout notwithstanding. I don't think you see that happen two seasons in a row. Well, the Dodgers – this is why it's so interesting with the Dodgers – because the Dodgers had a weird patch during their season last year where stuff wasn't happening for them. They just yep. they were kind of spinning their wheels. They weren't playing as well as they're supposed to. And it lasted a month, give or take. Remember at the beginning of the season, like, could this team win 115 games? Right. They got off to a great start. You're thinking, yeah, they can. And then it was May, I think, if I'm just going by memory here, where they were kind of a 500 team for about yeah, a month sort of, or sort so. Of leveled out. But because you had guys, A, Dave Roberts is there, pretty steady hand on the wheel. 
And then you got Clayton Kershaw has been around. Mookie Betts has been around forever. You look around guys that have just – Justin Turner has been around forever. Right. Clayton Kershaw and Kenley, there wasn't this, hey, what's going on? Where the Padres, the two years ago – Had done made every move. Everything yeah. worked. And it's like, oh, okay. And they, they gave the Dodgers – I know the Dodgers swept the series, but they, they, they were competitive with the Dodgers, and it felt like they were they were on the move. And then they hit their patch, and they didn't realize that this is part of playing 162 right. games. Right. It was almost as if – crater yeah, every it was once like, in a yeah, while. Right. They got cratered once and never recovered. I can't see that happening again, especially not if you get a Freeman. You know what I mean? That's 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 the whole point. I can't believe Atlanta might let this guy walk. It comes down to money. I mean, it, 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 because, look, if they want him to stay, and unless Freddie Freeman has a, a wild hair that's like, you know what, I want to play California. I want to yeah. be – I don't know if his parents still live here or whatever, but I, 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 I want to be here for the X reason. Then there's really not a ton of negotiating to be done Just at that please point. please don't let the Halos get involved. That's Why, you don't want his career to people end? People to go to disappear. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that place is a black and hole. By the way, okay, really quickly. Yes. They don't need him. No. They don't need offense. No. They need somebody to stand on that little they patch a, of dirt in the middle They need of the a field. mound right. dweller. They, they need somebody not named Shohei Otani who can pitch every fifth day that gives you a chance to win. That, that would be a nice addition very to that. Very true. All right, let's go back to LeBron coming up next and kind of get into the latest chapter of all of this, which is Palenka. Or LeBron. If you got to make a choice, Laker fans, which way are you leaning? That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, Clinton in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/network. We're not the only ones. No. We're not the only ones that have strong opinions on gloves. No. Eric Herrera, Rawlings always, heart of the hide is great, but for younger kids, the gold glovers might be better, fellas. Yeah, that's like yeah. the next step yeah. down. That's a really good glove. That's a very good glove. That's a great spot. It costs you a lot of money, too. Do you, do you, it, no, there are gloves are not. Unless you go buy one of those plastic ones that comes with They're a little They're not cheap ball, anymore. There's no longer you're going to spend some money. There's no such thing as a cheap glove anymore. You know Mario here at the station, right? Yeah, Mario of Reese. He just texted, Mizuno is underrated. Best batting gloves ever, Ricky Henderson. Best boxing boots ever. And the golf gear isn't bad either. Mizuno does a sneaky, sneaky good golf equipment I, company. The, the, sneaky. That's what they do best. Everybody knows that. <laughs> they make golf stuff. Not over here. Right, oh. like they're they're, they're they're it's Titleist, here. it's tailor made, sure, but, but that's you what they're pro bag. That's where their money is made. Is in golf. You ever had a Mizuno glove? No, not bad. Yeah, not okay. bad. It's not it's not a two thousand hard of the hide material. Yeah, well, but you're, uh, you're you you that, again. That's your ministry. I, I've never used a Mizuno glove. Trying to think, in and out, baseball cards from <laughs> and a very specific timing of baseball cards from like seventy seven to like eighty five. Sure. I got you. Okay, that pocket. Okay, yeah, right. It's a very narrow pocket, but deep. Right. I, can I get go it. Deep. And gloves. I think okay. these. I think we've just discovered the things that I I know about. Um, more planting of seeds the last couple of days. LeBron and the Lakers, and it's one of the words in in a story. It was in Bill Orm's story that it was the early days of a war. That was a quote from a, a source close to the Lakers right. in Bill Orm's piece. Um, 
those are not just words. Those are very carefully selected words to paint a certain picture. LeBron, we don't need to go over all the moves that he made over the weekend. They were very obvious. But this feels like they're headed towards a conflict that is not going to end with, eh, we worked it out, everything's fine, we're going to go back to work. This feels sure. like the beginning of a – A head on a stake. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody is going to win this. Somebody's going to lose this. Who? Right. <sighs> I think LeBron wins. He's LeBron James. And if LeBron wins, reminder, he's on the team, that means that the Lakers are more likely to win. I mean, I think that there's this sort of theoretical concept that a lot of Lakers fans have, and I have a side theory about this, in their head that like beating LeBron is somehow a moral victory that is worth who, more. Who beating LeBron? Like the Lakers as a team Besting LeBron's desire to run I, okay, the I franchise is, is somehow a moral victory that is worth more than trying to work with LeBron to win actual basketball games. Now, my side theory is this. Because of the timing of A, LeBron's career, and B, the Lakers, well, doldrums, yes, and C, the age of the most vocal fans... We have a bad sort of combination of things where, like, the people that are defending the notion that the Lakers are just great in perpetuity are people who aren't even old enough to have seen that when it happened and are acting upon things that they never watched. And so those who saw all of it know well enough to be like, well, it might be worth it to negotiate with LeBron because, hello, there was a long time when it wasn't a thing. But if you were raised at the idea that, well, it's all great. This is just in a rough patch. You're going to think that this is just another rough patch. Oh, no. This is the extendo rough patch. If LeBron doesn't come along, that could lead to something that you don't, don't even want to look like at. They, you know? they, they do not see it. And they being it's the, just Laker, the, the Laker thing. fans that you're describing. It's a timing thing, yeah. Believe it is their birthright. To have a the the if it's not the best player in the league, he's on the short list for best player in the league, and that's not the end of the their, their birthrights. Their, their birthright <laughs> also includes that said star player needs to worship at the altar of the Lakers. Like, the, 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 and, and if you're not because look, LeBron is the first part of that. He came, but he didn't do the second part of that. No, and and, and all. all all LeBron did was show up and win you a title in a second year, that's and, it. And, and did Finals MVP. Right. And, and but the thing is, is that like. How many that player that that player that does what you're referring to, Travis? It's once in a lifetime, guys. Once in a lifetime, Magic and Kobe would qualify separately you're not at as all once in a concerned lifetime. Concerned about his expiration date, and I. By the way, I would have thought it would have been three or four years ago, and it hasn't shown up. The yet, only so. reason I'm not concerned about it is because it would be the least of my concerns amongst my many. Should he not play, his expiration date is one thing. The option without him. That again, left to their own devices, did not go so well, is a larger concern if I'm not putting my ego first. Yes, I think playing with LeBron James gives you a better chance to win than not playing with him. I'm taking that chance every time. Polinka over LeBron. LeBron is only worried about this year and next year, and then he's out. That's why he doesn't care about the future. Polinka is long term and in it for multiple chips. That's from Andrew G. How do we know this? Why does Polinka get this they blood do. oath loyalty it's not, it's not that. deference? I'm I, like, what are we doing? I, here? I'm doing a very bad job I, I know of, you're expo doing. of explaining. I know what this. you're doing, but I told you, just like I no, said no, no, yesterday, no. if it's championship or bust, define bust. No. I they, need that. You're you're leaving out the other thing. It's not A or B. There's a C. There's a C. And the C is not him. 
He doesn't get to do this. That's ridiculous. I'm not arguing the ridiculousness of it. I'm I'm arguing the facts. I'm arguing the... Tweets that I see. I'm, I'm arguing the phone calls I've seen. I've, I'm, I listen to Laker fans it. when I'm out there, and their thing is, nah, not him. But he he doesn't get to do this because he never liked this in the first place. Here's what I'm going to say. For your own self-interest, Lakers fans, let it go. <laughs> oh, come let, on. No, no, no. Clint, no I don't you mean, know no, better no, listen, than that. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen you to what know I'm better saying. than that. I don't mean let it go in the context of LeBron has bested us. I mean let go of the notion that – Anything that LeBron does right is a problem for the Lakers because that is like that's where you become toxic to yourself as a fan. And what are you even doing? You know what I'm saying? Like you can't get to the point now where every single move he makes is an irritant to you. You know what I mean? That's not smart because he's still playing for the team. And he still wants to win for himself. It's, there is overlap. It's such Trav. a weird deal. No, I agree it's, with it's, you. It's such but a weird deal. You're I, right. I, I'm trying to have my feet in both the reality of the situation, which is where you are. Yeah. And I'm also in the reality of how Laker fans feel about this man. I get it. Which, which is a a very begrudging amount of yeah, he did that, but I don't care. And and, and it's it's a weird deal. Like it. And I think this is part of where the Laker fans get really twisted around. I want to play this from Brian Windhorst, who's talking about what how people should react to the things that LeBron does. He's priming the pump to force them to try to go all in this summer with all their draft picks and all their all their things they have to trade so that he can uh, you know apply maximum pressure. I wouldn't take any grandiose opinions. I didn't believe it when he said he was never leaving Cleveland. I didn't believe it a couple of times when he said, I'm, I'm never going to leave L.A. I mean, I suspect he'll stay in L.A., but, you know, don't ever believe a sweeping proclamation about LeBron's future. Not a guy who's changed teams four times. And I think that's the part, the very first part and the very last right. part are the parts that are sticky to me because Laker fans do not like someone dictating to the Lakers. They don't like that. They they take it personally. That wait, you know, no, we decide how these things go, not you. And right. they, and LeBron came, and I think this is part of the disconnect that. LeBron, they knew LeBron's MO. They knew that yeah. when LeBron came that he was going to operate in his best interest that might not necessarily be the same best interests of the Lakers and slash Lakers long-term future. And now that we're at that moment, now that we're at the moment where you have to decide about what's best for me might not be what's best for you over the course of five years, ten years, whatever time frame that they're thinking – and it's kind of a, this is where I knew it was going to end up, and I knew it at the time, and I don't like it now. People are angry with themselves. Exactly. If you're upset at the fact that they put themselves in this position to begin with, you should be upset with the team, not with LeBron for doing that. This is how LeBron operates, and reminder, it works. When left sure does. to y'all's own devices, you were stranded in the desert for 10 years. I mean, like it, it. This is not about some feeling I have against Laker fans. This is a situation where, if I'm a fan of this team, I'm saying, "Well, I want to be better as much as possible." When they do it on their own, it doesn't really work without Kobe, and that is for, unfortunately a situation that we're not going back to. That's just the reality. Not just my opinion. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit progressive.com. Let's try another phone call here. Let's go to. Uh, Les, Les, you're on with Travis and Clinton Yates. What's up, Les? 
Uh, greetings, fellas, from Louisville, Kentucky. I listen to you all on the app all the time. Right on. I've been a Laker fan since Wilt Chamberlain. I was a fan of Wilt Chamberlain's, and he sent me an autographed picture, and when he came to the Lakers, so did I. But my take is there are three things that are wrong with this situation. Number one, when Genie uh, uh, hired Palenka as a GM, and then uh, when LeBron and AD, quote, met with Russ, and they decided that that's who they wanted. Well, as a GM, as a GM, Palenka had a deal with DeMar DeRozan. Look how he's playing now. Supposedly had a deal with Buddy Heald, a better sharpshooter than what we've got now. And if he, Palenka, would have set LeBron down, not LeBron and AD, but LeBron down, say, look, LeBron, uh, DeRozan is a better deal for us. We can get a better player. We won't have to give up all our assets, in particular Montrez Harrell, who I think we could have used. This no, he year was he, he was leaving. He he was done, and well, okay. it didn't seem like the Lakers let me, had let me a, jump a lot on of that use quickly. for him I mean, this is again gets to my point. You can't just say Palinka should have done this, Genie should have done that, Palinka should have done this, Genie should have done that, and now oh, it's LeBron's fault. Right? Like what? What? Like I don't even understand that. I mean, if that by that logic, Palinka should have been long gone. You know, if you can't convince your star player that the best deal is what your team should do, that's on you. You're the boss. You know what I'm saying? Get a boss with some backbone. It's. Uh... I get it, but like I, I just at some point you have to find a solution. And if the solution is to blame blame your best player and the guy who's playing the There's, best on the team, I, okay, that's called self defeating. I'm not arguing that, but at some we're, we're we're veering into the territory of what irreconcilable differences? People, not necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I think we're already there. By the way, but okay. I, no, what I'm talking about is what you're describing is what a highly qualified, <laughs> future thinking general manager should do right collaborate with your best player come up with a plan that is not only in my best interest but also serves your interest simultaneously and we can ride this thing together and if we do have a disagreement let's come in here and hammer this thing out so we both can keep this thing moving that's how it's supposed to work sure what often happens and this i'm not even talking about rob polinka specifically he may fall into yeah, this I'm, category i'm, I'm kind of what, not either it's what, not really what, about him. what i'm talking about though is very very this is not this is probably more common how do I survive? How do I keep this job? How do I make yeah. sure that I'm here next year? I can worry about the future later. This is why GMs and coaches are oftentimes in separate camps because coach, I got to I got to deal with these twelve guys. Sure. And you're thinking about, well, yeah, but I can't give you this guy because I'm gonna that this could be one of those times where he's thinking this may not be in my best interest short term, but if I can win this fight. If I can win this standoff, like you want to stand off with Magic Johnson, I can get to the next one. I'll figure the next one out when the next one's in front of me. It's not necessarily good business right. to keep kicking that can down the road, but it's also human nature. I need to I need to protect my territory right now. I totally understand that, and that would be fine if it had worked sans LeBron. <laughs> It never has. I, but, that, but that's the other thing, right? So like, but isn't that the you... other thing, Clinton? The, the, the other thing is, yeah, but this is probably the better way. It's, I don't need to worry about the better way. I need to worry about what keeps me employed for another month, two months, year, two years. I get it. I just, I mean, to me, look, 
the Lakers are a team that is in a position to win. They just have to figure out how to do it. That's 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 the thing. And you can get caught up in all of this past who shoulda, coulda, woulda, but I don't know, you man. Know, you know what? I just thought of something. Factor cap is coming up next. Yeah. But I just we haven't even mentioned the most obvious solution to this entire thing. That it's the best news for everybody involved. That's coming up. Factor cap is next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S A V E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S A V E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, well, everybody's all good and situated. All, all the everyone can hear everything. It's great. You know, we just, just radio never nothing ever works great. It's it's awesome. It's yeah, awesome. we had another. <laughs> what do they call it? Fire, fire drill Chinese fire drill situation here at yes. the uh, at, during the break. People running in and out. It's fine. It's all. It's all great. All right. So that falls first, firmly in the category of I can't help, so I'm just going to step aside. It's not my problem. Right. I've <laughs> got nothing to offer to this solution, exactly. so I'm going to go get some coffee and I'm just going to hang out. Let me know when it's time People to start are pressing saying buttons. dumb stuff again. People are dunk, ducking <laughs> yeah. under desks. I don't yeah. know what was going on. All right. So up first, you back into a spot whenever you have the opportunity. Clinton, this is factor cap. Fact. I do it. Uh, I do it when. I think there's a legit advantage. I don't actually just do it on GP. Like if I'm in, if I'm in a situation where, uh, like I don't do it at the grocery store, but I'll do it like if I'm at a, I don't a know, like a restaurant or a concert or something. Yeah, exactly. Or at a park or at a sporting event. Yes. I first of all, when you said GP, you meant general principle, principle yes. right? But I also call backing it in GP, go position. Right, okay. <laughs> that, <Yeah>. that I <laughs> can't tell you the amount of ridiculous, stupid, unnecessary, unearned, unwarranted pleasure <laughs> I get from backing my car into a parking spot. I so you're one of those guys. It. Okay. So the thing is this is that like the reason I don't do it at the grocery store is because it just takes too long. There's some people that will make a big scene. I'm like, if there's a flow issue. Well, if you get one of those angled spot too, you can't do it because you yeah, have to it, come in from one side. And you do and, a whole thing. That, but that's if, a, if I'm clogging up traffic, I'm not backing it. If it's just as simple as I'm gonna make a left and then I'm coming straight back in. Has to happen. I my but one of my good friends is a uh, is a firefighter up at San Francisco City Firefighter. Okay. And he always leaves his truck and go position i'm like that's awesome and from that point forward that's your excuse. I, I am doing it because what if i what if there's a situation that arises i can't think of one but that i need to save two seconds right and, I, and i'm ready to just well, whip that thing out of the I, parking I mean, spot I, look 
I love that question. I don't like sitting in my car when people are behind me either. And a lot of times I'll sit in the car and talk on the phone. And it's like, yo, if I, if I know my oh. back is to the space, I feel, I don't know, I just feel safer <laughs> and more prepared for what's ahead of me. That's one of my favorite ones in quite some time. <laughs> yeah. I always pull through, too. If there's an option to sure. pull through, I do sure. that. But I, I'm That's technically unsafe. In. You're not supposed to do that I because you, it's a blind turn for the person. So be careful with I, that. I do know, but I, I do that. <laughs> All right. So uh, you prefer FaceTime over a phone call. Travis is Factor Cap. Uh, neither. I look at that. This is why text messaging is the greatest thing in the world. We talked about this yesterday, right? Yeah. I, I, if I don't have to speak with you, I would. I choose not to, right? That this is because my, one of my favorite moves is phone call, FaceTime, whatever it might be. Is I'm hitting the end or the decline or whatever the terminology yeah. is, and then I'm gonna like Yates. If you called me t- yeah after the show today, sure, and just popped up on hey, Clinton's call me. What's up? I would say decline, and, and then, then I would very up? quickly. Yeah. What, what's up? <laughs> What do right. you need? So you're a screener. <laughs> yeah, I, you're a I definite screener. I and if and if your response is, hey, it's easier for me just to run this by you, then you then go I'll to the call phone you. call. But I if get it's it. just, hey, are you coming in the studio tomorrow? Right. You don't need to talk about that. <laughs> Pretty much all phone calls are scheduled <laughs> for me. Yes, I'm with him. I don't need to screen them. It's not even a screening process. I just don't answer. But face call, FaceTimes are more than scheduled. Those are only for certain individuals. It's invasive. You know, you're, like, you're, you're not, coming into my living room at you're this not, point. You're not getting the, uh, like, I mean, if my girl calls me on FaceTime, I'll answer first go. I don't know that there's a lot of other people that I'd answer first go on FaceTime. Well, I got a couple people, but like, I, that's not a normal method of communication. You better it, really know me it, if you're going to be FaceTiming it, me and right. expecting that, not to piss that's me it. off. It's, you know? it's wife, parents, <laughs> children. Anybody else, I'm sending you down the road, <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm going to double back. Let me, let me ask you guys this. When was the last time your phone rang, you didn't recognize the number, and you answered it? Hmm. If I was expect so okay, it, if if I'm expecting a doctor to call me or if I'm expecting a job interview, those are the only two times I will answer an. Un- okay, an un- that's I'll, good. I'll that's stay good. close to that. When I'm in a place where I'm dealing with somebody local, and I get a phone call from that area code, if I'm there, I'll answer. Yeah, but that yeah. can be tricky. I like, know. For instance, like you, you have a DC area code sure, on your phone. But I mean, like I'm thinking specifically of an example when I went to like for a Heisman House. I was in Oklahoma. I don't know anybody in Oklahoma, but there were three to four people I was dealing Barry with. Barry Switzer. So every time I got right, every time I got a phone call from an Oklahoma number, I just answered it because I figured it was somebody on the ground what was going to have to be interacting with. I, That's the only thing because it's a context clue situation. Right. Only scenario. In which I've I'll been do it. doing this too long because when you said, "Oh, I don't know anybody," go. My brain did that thing where it races Barry through the Switzer. card catalog of things that I know about Oklahoma. Barry Sanders was there. Barry Switzer was the only name I could come Barry up Sanders with. Barry Sanders. That's there. all Barry I got. Was not uh, there. I the last time I fa- tried to Facetime someone without warning them was at the uh, NASCAR clash. What's it called? Bush yeah, clash? Yeah, Bush clash. I FaceTimed my best friend who loves Pitbull, and I was like, I'm no warning. I was going to try to FaceTime her into the <laughs> Pitbull concert, <laughs> and she loved it. I love Pitbull. Travis. Three. Pitbull was awesome. All right. That's a good move, though. The <laughs> FaceTiming somebody in move is yeah. like, if somebody says, hey, answer my FaceTime, I want you to see this. That's yeah. different. That's different. That's, but that's the second that's FaceTime. That's above board. You're yeah, not getting the first true. one. <laughs> and she was a good friend. It wasn't like it was random. Right. All right. So uh, there are still shows that you watch every week when they come on. So like, hey, it's Monday. I'm going to watch X. Clinton, this is Factor Cap. This is Cap. I don't do that anymore. I have a my schedule. I mean, I watch games. Does Monday Night Football count? You know what I'm saying? Does no. Sunday Night Baseball Sport, count? Sporting events are their own that's, thing. That's all I watch these days, man. It's so hard for me to get a regular show in. I'm, I mean, as you say, I'm committed to live sports all the time. This takes up way too much of my time. So, no, I don't watch anything 
weekly regularly anymore. I so couldn't it's a shame. even to to your point, other than Monday Night Football or a Dodger game or something like that. I couldn't even tell you what day things are on. I, I honestly don't right. know anymore. No idea. I, I I just they pile up in my DVR. I'll flip through them when it's yeah, time to flip through them. Oh, I know. Ba- well, Bachelor comes on all sorts of different nights actually. Well, Bachelor is uh, Monday, and so I always sure. watch it on Tuesday when it comes on Hulu after the day after because I don't have gotcha. cable. I used to watch the Bachelor. Do you a see bit. the look I'm giving you right yeah. now? Yeah, <laughs> he's like he's looking at you know what he's looking at me like. <laughs> He's looking at me like he just watched. I'm his son, and he just watched my girlfriend dump me in front of everybody, and I deserved it. That's how he's looking at me right now. See, he's I told like, you he's that was like, gonna happen. son, I tried to tell you, you screwed up the prom date bit. Put, see, you know? this is this is the this this is the sheet of paper I write all the things I like about you, but now I got to flip to a second page and uh, start adding a page two. Oh, Clayton man. has no personality this year, right, uh, Clinton? I don't know. Clayton's- I'm not watching. <laughs> Sorry, that's my point. Uh, yeah, uh, I I still watch. So I watch. HBO shows on Sunday, so I watch Euphoria and I watch uh, Righteous Gemstones and I still watch The Bachelor. Those are the two things that I okay. I always have to watch. And of course, Love Is Blind. Oh yes, but that's not a ske- that's a binge show. That's oh, not a uh, right. that's not a weekly show. All right, good all to right. know. So next up, you put your feet up on a chair in front of you in the movie theater if no one is sitting in it. Travis, this is Factor Cap. Oh, that's like the like through the gap in the chairs. Is that what we're talking about? Talking here? about like you know you put your knees up and yeah. you have your foot against uh, against the chair in front of you. I, I'm not quite. I'm having trouble visualizing the question. Like putting my feet against. I, I think I'm too tall to do that. I'm. It's an uncomfortable position. Lean back in your chair. You put yeah. your feet on yes. the. Ch- chair no, I don't yeah. do that. That's not an uncomfortable. Like that. That is different. I can. If I can put them on top of things something, I was doing during the break. Right. That involve my feet being up on the desk. What you have going right now, Yates, I like because you, that's a comfortable position. But movie chairs are a little higher. So okay. So this is harder with movie chairs because also it gets it gets to your. You, you get that gap. It, it's annoying. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. All right. I put my feet all over everything all the time. I'm Wait, one of those people. This doesn't make any In sense. In the airplane? Hold on. Bro. Hold on. You have <laughs> you have your feet up on the desk. Yeah. And then immediately to, or to your feet are to your right. And I don't associate <laughs> feet being on desks and shoes being on desks with lack of cleanliness and what order. Do you talk, what do you think your shoes have been just, walking I mean, over I, all They're day. on a piece of paper. They're not touching the actual <laughs> no, stuff you're touching. So I, I need and to, I'm going <laughs> to wipe it down. I need, to, I need to paint the picture. Clinton has a towel. That's folded very precisely. Oh my god! That I mean, literally, like corner to corner to corner to corner. <laughs> it's it's and, one fold. And, it's folded and, in half. And on the towel are a mask, my mask, my ID, phone, my phone, and my lotion, and your lotion. They're but kind of laid out. And and I would imagine that you took a T square to make sure that they're all <laughs> squared up exactly to perpendicular to the fold of the towel. You are a meticulous man. I am. I am I'm very meticulous, <laughs> but I also like to relax. So this is this is the duality. This is this is dirty vans on one side and a very clean material. They're pretty clean, one. okay. They're shoes. They're mates. shoes. I don't wear them in the sand. I have beach. Did vans you for did that. you walk from your car to this studio? This I did. Vans the the bottom sand? of my shoes is not on the surface. Those are just in the air. Wait, wait, wait. Particles. You wear vans in the sand? Every once in a while. Particles. Yeah. yeah part- Stuff particles. kicks up. Okay. <laughs> uh, who doesn't wear vans? I mean, what is what do you mean? You wear flip flops. You wear you can't wear sneakers or shoes with laces in the sand. Okay. Well, not all the vans have laces. Well, number one. Well, that's true, true, true. But Emily has stumbled into something that is one of my great. Pe- I'm with you on this Which one. Which shoes do you wear at the beach? I, I, my my kids all wear vans to the beach. Yes, all of them. They every single time, no. and it drives me crazy. Why? Like, because the sand gets into the shoe, and I don't care how hard Big you bang deal. them together, it never all you need comes a shoe out. Shoe that has the sand can get out of. 
That's so you right. need to wear flip flops. You. you need to wear anything with like, or, or, open toes. Or if you're at the I, beach, go barefoot. I mean, I, it, that, right. That's fine I too. I like the feeling of the sand in my shoes. Not gonna lie, like I, I don't get it. It ruins like, it. It doesn't no. to me. Like I mean, I know that sounds weird, but like it doesn't bother. Back to me. back like, page two ex- items. Part of the experience <laughs> of the beach, you get sand in your shoes. Not that bad. Uh, and then it gets in the car, right. and then uh, see, uh. as a car detailing person, you should so not you want sand in your shoes. Then you clean it up. Sand never comes out of the carpet of the of the car. You guys don't have the tools that I do. Tell you what. I'm gonna. I, you know what I need you to do for me today? The sand challenge, sand car challenge. No, here, here's what I need. I, I'm, I'm curious about this. Okay. I want a picture of your. Do you have a, car, a garage at home or where you yeah. park your car? And is it like some of your? Is it your stuff in it? No, it's like a big garage for the apartment complex. Oh, okay. So there's a plan. Uh, so. Yeah. Does this, uh, okay, your little, your little need setup to, need, might not work here, Travis. I need to think of something that's kind of. Uh, do you have a k- kitchen drawer with all the junk in it? Here's what I do. Hold on. Here's what I do. <laughs> Just like I used to do with my baseball cleats, I knock them out. Okay. That's what I do. That's and a fun sure, moment. Yeah, it's a fun moment. Yeah. Sure, maybe all the sand doesn't get out, but those are the ones I wear on the sand. So they rest in the place of the sand shoes. That's how it works. I picture your kitchen drawer, you know, with batteries, the yeah. paper clips, the rubber bands, all the the, cra- the keys okay. that you don't even know the lock the is anymore. Drawer. Just yes. all, all the, the I don't crud. have a junk drawer, but <laughs> of course, that's, I knew it. See, we're now. getting closer to it. Exactly. We're getting closer. All right, so I mentioned it a minute ago. The solution to the LeBron and Laker problem is so incredibly obvious. I can't believe we haven't talked about it. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, Clinton Infrasley, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Did you ever see Slee's touchdown celebration at SoFi Stadium? No, but this is a great No, but this is a great song. It, it uh involves something that looks like a lawn sprinkler from the 80s. That kind of go What? <laughs> He's doing the sprinkler out here? Yeah, it was pretty great. I did not peg Slee was going that far back. <laughs> it was wow. It was it was next level. Uh very quickly on, on our conversation we were having about wearing uh, vans to the beach. Let's go to Tyner in Los oh, Angeles. We got phone calls. We got phone calls. Vans What's up? Talk. Let's go. What's up, Tyner? Hey, gentlemen, I, I'm on my lunch break. I am screaming in support of the beach van. Thank um, you! <laughs> Let's go! You're wrong, Tyner. Okay, Let's so, go! Okay, so two, I, I got two easy reasons. Number one, when it's really hot, like when it's 85 or 90 at the beach, and you're walking in flip-flops, like your feet are feeling that sand, which is like Thank 150 you. million degrees. <laughs> so, one. Also, number two, it's a lot easier to walk in the vans. Like, you're not kicking up sand when Where's you walk in flip-flops. Like, you're literally flinging up sand. Like, when you walk behind someone wearing them, you're getting covered in sand. The vans, you're kind of like snowshoeing or sand-shoeing <laughs> with vans. Thank you. <laughs> Over vans. Thank it's you. It's brilliant. Look, so I am in full support of it, dude. It's amazing. You, and I know, Travis, yeah. sorry to interrupt you. You're not a no. fan of the banging with the shoes. Uh-huh. But with Vans, they slide right out because they're slip. No, no, no. I am, I am a fan of the banging of the shoes. That's I like. I, the, when you come home from around a golf, you bang your shoes together. You get yep. all the, the grass the and mud out, yeah. and all, all that out. I like that. I just have never experienced, Tyner, the, the, the – um, 
obstacles that you've experienced going to the beach with a, a pair of flip-flops. I've never been behind somebody. Listen, this isn't like the wake of a 747 that's kicking up sand. We don't all live sand. on these beautiful beaches where you live, Travis. Well, all right. On some beaches, they have to comb the beach because there are things in the sand that people don't want to get their feet on. That's the other okay. matter. I'm not trying to stick my toe with something some guy had in his arm the night before. Well, first you know of saying? all, that thing's going through your van, too. So the, the, the situation the that you're gives me a chance, though. You know? Thank you for the call, Tyler. That's good. They, look, they, they, these are the these are the important issues of the day. Oh, In and out hugely. orders, vans to the beach. Bro, this is my these whole life. The this things. is why I moved to yes. California. So back, this could be my concern. Backing into parking spots. Big deal. This is, of course, big it's a deal. big deal. It's important. Um, how did we get to what's this? Our third day together. Yes. Eleven forty-seven on day three talking about LeBron and his dissatisfaction with where the Lakers are with the roster, uh, whether he's going to go to Cleveland and he doesn't like what Rob Plinger, et cetera. So we all know the thing. And then the Lakers are at least to some degree digging their heels in a little bit and not giving him everything he wants to, to how far they're willing to go. That time will tell. Here's the dumbest thing of all. It's in everybody's best interest for him to stay here. Yep. It's, it's everybody wins with him here. LeBron is better off here yes. than somewhere else. LeBron, I know he wants to play with Bronny. I know that that's something that he wants to get done, and maybe that will or will not be accommodated here. I, I don't know. But everything else, he is on the team that is the most prestigious team in the league. He's on the team that is in a city that is where you want to be, right? It's here yeah. in New York. These are the places that people want to be when you're in. Flock to. That he has a, an incredible interest in television and film and producing. The entertainment and, industry. The entertainment industry. That's here. And he's one of the handful of best players in the league. The Lakers are not going to find a better player. He is a basketball genius that will make your team better just by his mere presence. There's no... If he doesn't leave, somebody loses and loses big. It, it, I know that it feels like we're headed for irreconcilable differences, but I do think at some point everybody goes, hold on a second. This is better for everybody if you stay here. I agree, and this is where Laker fan comes in in a difficult position, which is at that point, if it's admittedly better for the Lakers, for LeBron to be happy with the Lakers – well, then as a fan, why wouldn't you want the Lakers to make LeBron happy? That's a parallel yet separate track, right? <laughs> because because they're – Clinton, I, I can't explain it to you. I know. Other than I can tell you it's true. They have feelings for this man that are unexplainable. They are literally unexplainable feelings about this that man This is in what particular. you signed up for. He's pointing to the <laughs> yeah. stand-up that we have here in the studio. This is what you signed up for. Yeah, like, but they, they 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 did that thing. They did that thing where they thought this would be different. Y'all thought y'all were special. Yeah, yes. B ding, ding, ding. And I, they are. Laker fans are very special except to one human being on earth. Right. Well, LeBron Raymond James. LeBron is certainly in that camp. It, it's I, I don't know if it's just him. I think it's everybody that's not a Laker fan. I think that people no, respect I think, the I Lakers. Think, I, I think that I they admire what they've been able to accomplish. Sure. But I don't think that if you're a Phoenix Suns or a San Antonio Spurs fan, you look at them the way that, oh, my God, it's the Lakers. You know, I think it's like, no. yeah, they're in the way. They're, yeah. they're really good. you got to go through them and have for 40 years. But they don't like hearing that one of their own, a member of their team, doesn't feel it the way that they feel it. I think that there's going to, I think what's really going to happen is that 
I don't think that they're at. I think they're at irreconcilable differences, but I don't think that they can't move forward. I think that they just have to state their differences, and that's going to be the weirdest feeling for Laker fans is if they make up, but nobody. It'll loses. just exacerbate what's already there. And I don't know if it, it creates anything new. What I'm saying, like, if for example, like if I almost think that not the worst case scenario for Laker fan, but the most annoying case scenario for Laker fan is what you say. Nothing happens, and they just ride it out because then that's festering anger just continues and you're just finding more people to blame if the results don't come you, you brought up an interesting question and i want to i want to pick it up on the other side because what if nothing happens what if they say we're not doing what you would like us to do right and we're also not trading you and lebron also looks at this like do i really want to how how far am i willing to go right. to make this a plays thing? basketball you know what i'm saying and then next thing you know what if they're just average and there's no real reason you know what i'm saying what if they get everybody back and they're just playing well a, okay, this, a, okay. A, a seven seed well that's exactly what it is right i mean that that's not an if scenario that's a look this around is, this is i know there's point. been guys hurt but yeah there's been enough of non-hurt basketball to see you go uh-uh yeah i mean uh-uh. okay you got one count it up not coming back. What do you do if you get to the end of the line and no one is willing to change their position? Is he really willing to force a trade? That's coming up next. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. We'll have that conversation. Plus, um, the road for USC back to the uh, national championship round just got a little bit more tricky. That's coming up as well. Travis Lee, Clinton in for Yates, or I should say Clinton in for Slee. <laughs> You're not in for yourself, Clinton. Uh, Slee, I'm Sean Slee, McVay. Slee. <laughs> and that. We're going to do that before the end of the show as well.